This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Hey everyone, this is your sister, Audra, and we are here with Community where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. And you guys know, you know what I'm going to say, right? I'm over the moon excited to have uh, this uh, gentleman here with me. And sir, if you would be so kind as to introduce yourself. Sure. My name is Emmanuel Smith, a.k.a. Mr. E, a.k.a. Mr. E in the D. All right. Yep. All right. All right. So, Emmanuel, how did we meet? We met via text message slash phone call. Right. The last right. day. Yep. Right. So, um, the, the energy. So, uh, I kind of give reflections on uh, my guests and what I think. So, um, sister, my sister, Val, uh, the producer told me about you. Okay. And uh, she tagged me on uh, some of your things on social media. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this guy is amazing. Thank right? You. So um, just I'm grateful for you to be here with me uh, so we can talk about some things. Most right? definitely. All right. All right. So, Emmanuel, what is your definition of community? So my definition of community is... I just love the aspect of togetherness. Um, mm-hmm. At the school I work at, U-Prep, mm-hmm. uh, Ellen Thompson Elementary is where I'm at, and that's something that we push real strong in our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe that before learning starts, mm-hmm. like the community has to be strong. Mm-hmm. So um, community is just coming together, mm-hmm. and when you have, it's real strong when everybody it's thinking the same thing right. and have high expectations for their goals. And we just come together by any, any means necessary mm-hmm. to make or to accomplish whatever goal we have, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So community, I look at, com- at community as like family, mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. community centers, you right. know, wherever I'm at, I try to bring community with me. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. you're connected on quite a few levels, Most right? Most definitely. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, father, right? <laughs> yep. Uh, husband, mm-hmm. uh, educator, uh, worshiper, yep. you know, so that's, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that. Thanks. Um, so this next question is a nod to the movie Brown Sugar. Uh. And I love this. The answers have been amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, so how old were you, Emmanuel, when you fell in love with Detroit? Alright, so I would say roundabout eight. Okay. Nine. Mm-hmm. If I can remember clearly, mm-hmm. I got a few grays in the beard now, <laughs> but um, eight, nine years old is where like my mind was like really blown because my father, uh, like my mother and father, they always kind of, they like immersed us in mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we were always down 
and it wasn't called Midtown back right. then, you know, but mm-hmm. always down the library, the museums, right. you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But one thing that got me hip mm-hmm. was back in, it may be the late 80s, mm-hmm. when my father took me to Dally in the Alley. Ooh, yeah. I was like, where am I at? And <laughs> what is going on? You know, and my pops is a pastor, but he's right. always been hip to like right. community and whatever. I'm mm-hmm. like, Dad, where are you bring it? But it was it was smooth. You know, yeah. it was like it was something that I never experienced outside of my neighborhood. And it really right. opened my eyes to like different things. So like mm-hmm. going to Dolly in the Alley. Uh, going to the festivals like back in the day, yeah. you know, uh, down Hart Plaza, right. you know, we just look forward to that, mm-hmm. you know, every year. So mm-hmm. those things, even the small things like in that time period, like mm-hmm. going to the corner store right. and like getting the, uh, the glass bottle fagos and right. stuff like that. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. So uh, Dally in the Alley yeah. is one of my favorites. So I have my top three okay. uh, of the summer. Um, we have African World, mm-hmm. and then Jazz Fest, mm-hmm. and Dally in the Alley. Yeah. And actually, they I love them just for different reasons, uh-huh. right? But that Dally is something. So Man. your dad took you to the Dally. That, you know. That was back when it was gutter. You yeah. know, it was like it was all punk. You right. know, it was it was like it was weird, but it was like it. It really just opened. I'm like, man, this is smooth. I mm-hmm. just love it. Like everybody's just being themselves. Right. This is in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, I never experienced that. And mm-hmm. I, growing up and getting a little older, I was I would always get my good finds there, like right. t-shirts, jackets, you jewelry. Know. Yeah, 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 the yeah, funky yeah. stuff. Yeah. And as far as shirts, man, this shirt you have on, <laughs> I can't wait till we take a photograph <laughs> of this, man. Yeah, I, I love your style. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, um, at this point in the show, uh, we talk about what up, though. Mm-hmm. And I'd like you to share with the audience, what is it that you are working on, sir? You have a few initiatives, and I'd love for you to share uh, with the audience what you're working on, okay? All right. Mm-hmm. So, with me, because mm-hmm. I'm like a weirdo in a sense, mm-hmm. so I'm like the big left-handed thinker so mm-hmm. when you ask that i have to funnel i'm learning to funnel right i get it i get all of my it. thoughts so i can give you a clear and concise answer right you know so it can be clear it doesn't have to necessarily be concise <laughs> all right for sure for sure, okay. for sure, for sure. Okay. so one thing that that i am working on like right now is i'm working with the city on a, a children's show wow. uh, on a mr e show yeah. and um it's something that one of the producers, Mr. Uh, Joe Harris, he uh, heard an interview that I did with Michigan Stateside. Mm-hmm. And I was just really uh, giving a nod to um, PBS. Yes. Old school PBS. Right. And like how I feel like I don't, I don't want to sound like the old uncle that's always complaining about stuff. Mm-hmm. But like that aspect of uh, media to yeah. me is missing, you mm-hmm. know. So I want to be a part of bringing that back, you right. know. And um. It's so much from Detroit that I could pull from, you know, and all my experiences. I just felt that that would be dope. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on uh, the Mr. E show mm-hmm. um, alongside with that, um, a lot of music. So okay. music is what got me mm-hmm. to this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a math mixtape mm-hmm. um, where I took, I literally took the mixtape style right. and I just converted it 
into learning math and multiples. So the oh, hook part of the oh song, you know, that would be like the timetables part. Mm-hmm. And that I got that from uh, like the elders in the family. You know, mm-hmm. I always be like, well, you can learn all those rap lyrics. You, you know, you learn the math. You can learn da 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 da. So I was like, all right, bet. Right. So I did that, and I also um, did one for sight words. Okay. And we finished it a long time ago, mm-hmm. but. We wanted to be correct. So what mm-hmm. we did with it mm-hmm. was it was going to be a nod to like Detroit, Michigan producers. Mm-hmm. So it was like drinking your donuts while drinking a tall glass of milk, right? Okay. So we used instrumentals from Della, black, uh, tall black guy, and uh, black milk. Wow. Right? But now I was like, man, I don't want to get in trouble with these cats. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just like using their music. Mm-hmm. But psh, when I tell you, it's dog. <laughs> I know it and is. It's, but... It's learning sight words. And that's mm-hmm. one thing that I really wanted to do also was through the show, through music, mm-hmm. is to expand the palettes of young listeners. You know, like mm-hmm. their listening palette. Like give them different flavors. You know, on the radio, you hear basically one sound. You right. know, and I want them to be able to experience. That's how I got hip to a lot of jazz and stuff was through the samples, mm-hmm. you know, that I heard a lot of old school. So I want them to be able to experience that, you know, and... Mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to partner with uh like I'm it's it's just a lot that I'm looking to partner with like if I could get like a Monica Blair to sing like uh uh some uh some alphabet joints. Oh my gosh, Monica Blair you know what I mean? is like, absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. I fanned out on her. I saw her in a store <laughs> and I, I it, oh my goodness, I, yeah. Yeah, I did yeah, I, I saw her one time at uh, <laughs> Wayne State, the gas is I was like, uh, hey Miss Blair you know, and I don't fan out like that. But like you yeah. know, I just want to partner just to show the world because right. it's starting to get a little traction. But I really want to show the world through this show right. that Detroit has a lot of creativity, you yeah. know, out of the box thinking, you right. know, ground from the ground up, you know. And right. uh, I just think that this kids program will be a movement, you yeah. know, and through the through the program. And I'm going to be quiet through the program. You have to be quiet. Uh, uh, one of the big things that I'm trying to push mm-hmm. is like children's voice yeah. and like how to communicate yeah. and how to grapple with emotions because yes. a lot of times we are in a box of how we deal with situations mm-hmm. or holding stuff in a lot of my students I talk about like you blow up like a balloon because you have too much air you yes. got to learn how to release so just being able to own emotions and then how to deal with it and then understand the power in my voice right. and how I can be an advocate at four years old how I can right. be an advocate at five so the show is geared to pre-k to second grade you Excellent. Know, so yeah, and so with the whole nod to PBS, um, I mean, growing up, I mean Sesame Street, right? Still, tell watching. me how to get yeah to Sesame Street. Most we, definitely, we had an album, and um, it was uh, this this song, and it was way before its time, and it was this guy. His name was Mobley Mosley, uh-huh. right? And it said, "Nobody knows me. My name is Mobley <laughs> yeah. Mosley," right? And that stuck. I mean, yeah. we used to play that over and over yep. and over, you know. So, um, I just applaud you, thank you, um, as a black man, thank you. right? Um, being, um, uh, you you are. Passionate about um, our, our youth education, most and, definitely, and it's powerful to see uh, the energy coming from you yeah. into the students. It makes a difference, Emmanuel. We're gonna. St- 
take a break right now. We're going to stick a pin in and we're going to come right back because I really would like to expand on our conversation around your television show. Okay. For sure. Okay. You have a brilliant mind. Projects, businesses, events, ideas that will make a positive impact on your specific audience, all while organically growing your brand. Knowing the importance of investing in your brand and being willing to do whatever it takes is empowering. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. BW Creative Solutions is a boutique consulting company that specializes in customized marketing and branding. We offer creative marketing and branding with collaborative resources to bring your vision to life. Give us a call at 313-444-9385 and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. When your project shines, we smile. Okay, we're back, and this is your girl, Audra, and I'm here with Emmanuel, also known as Mr. E in the D. Yeah, and we were talking about um, his uh, desire to have this show uh, that is educational, uh, Detroit-focused, Detroit-centric. We have a wealth of talent and knowledge and wisdom here. Most definitely. And... um, He's looking to collaborate with creative people uh, to build this and bring this show to fruition. Uh, And I stand with him and pray with him that this comes to to pass. Thank you. Yeah. So the whole, the educational thing. So Uh you you indicated that growing up, your your parents poured into you Mm -hmm. the culture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so can you expand on that as far as like, how did that permeate in your spirit? Boom. So, so, so my family, so on my mom's side of the family, we have a Davis family choir. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was a big choir in the city Mm -hmm. and they sung a lot of like classical. So to me, you know, coming up, like, why are we listening to, why are y'all singing like that? It sounds funny, you know, but Mm -hmm. coming up and starting to appreciate that and then the jazz side, you know, that family. Mm -hmm. And then me coming up in church and just automatically being drawn to music. You know, and um, my father, you know, my parents is always keeping it 100 concerning like stereotypes and how to grow outside of stereotypes and what are people's thoughts and expectations of you and how you can climb and blow out of that box of people's Mm -hmm. thoughts and expectations of you. And then just seeing like within culture, like how my parents interacted and how we were like we were like the fa- the unofficial foster home you mm-hmm. know where we always had community coming in and in mm-hmm. and out you know and just seeing that the impact that my family had by just being themselves and being open and just really showing God's love on a daily basis yeah. so like that the arts you know the the physical arts you know I, we have photographers in my family it was just mm-hmm. like I was immersed without even knowing it mm-hmm. and then Watching black and whites all the time. Like, why we gotta watch black and white movies, you know, and these shows? Right. But now I'm that guy, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm watching like the classics, like having appreciate an appreciation for the classics. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why, like, with my projects mm-hmm. and with my um, my producer Ron Lee, with what's the irony? Like, mm-hmm. our goal is to produce high quality, not yeah. just like the one plus one is two. Yeah. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's what's out there, and, and you know, no shade on that because right. people are still learning and mm-hmm. you know doing it. but like we want to like 
revamped Schoolhouse Rock. Right. You know, and like where Schoolhouse Rock is timeless, you could tell they put their spirit into that right. project. You know, right. where people nowadays we still we singing still sing Schoolhouse it. Rock and about right. the government and about right. letters and right. you know, it's still relevant and mm-hmm. that's our goal is to create timeless materials. Timeless like material. That's that's the whole goal, you yeah. know. And I think when you really put your heart and your soul into it and you're mm-hmm. coming from the right place, mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. Yeah, those things are all aligned. Yeah. Yeah. So with uh the music, how are you looking to grow that? So you mentioned some some high powered uh Detroiters that yeah. you'd like to align with and how do you see the future of, you know, the music growing? So my 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 goal and my my prayer is that we can like the best way that I could put it, and this is me nerding out again, but it's if okay, we can nerd out, if you we are can in Voltron, good company. like if we can Voltron, like mm-hmm. with um, Detroit creatives, if I can mm-hmm. Voltron, it don't have to be a whole bunch of people. I just need to write the arm, the leg, you know. Right. I'm a, I, 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 there's another arm, mm-hmm. you know. We connect right. because um, I think that there's strength in numbers when you got the right people, when mm-hmm. you got the right folk, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like I said, I'm sitting on this mixtape. It's so dope. <laughs> and we try, we even, re, re, uh, I think we sent some stuff out to a uh, tall black guy, you mm-hmm. know, like, look, listen to this. Like, mm-hmm. even if we can't use this instrumental, do you have something that we could use, you know, right. where it's, it's really just pushing community, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, yeah, so I'm really just looking to collab, mm-hmm. um, and to make not just, well, different types of education, mm-hmm. you know. So we have like the standard things of like the English, the uh, the math, mm-hmm. the sciences, social studies. Like I want to do that, mm-hmm. and the reason I want to do that is to bring an excitement and electricity back to learning. Right. You know, for those that don't, because with me, mm-hmm. I was that type of kid, like. Mm-hmm. I really made my first math mixtape song when I was in the third grade trying to learn at threes. Okay. And my mother was like, make a song about it. I was like, all right, bet. You know, <laughs> you know I was playing trumpet at the time. So that was my little instrumental. We were oh singing the backgrounds on a tape, you know, and wow. I still remember that song to this day. Right. So for, for kids like me, mm-hmm. you know, that could really thrive off of like the listening and right. the the repetition right. of things, you know. So I'm going to do that, the educational, and then just like the fun Mm-hmm. Coming up as a kid, you know, yeah. using your imagination, yeah. and then the songs about feelings and like how I handle my emotions. Yeah. You know, I want to throw. I'm doing. I want to do this one song off of uh, Lean and Dad, how I sneeze and cough. You mm-hmm. know, just manners and yeah. you know, just like there's a lot. I'm, yeah. I'm that guy. Like I said, I got funneled it down, so I'm, I'm working one project at a time. Yeah. But there's a lot of ideas, you know, that I just want to try to uh, get the total. Mm-hmm. The total child, you know, where right. it may be a kid that's like, okay, Mr. E, you're too much. But this, you know, this kind of neo-soul jazzy boy, I right. can roll with it, you yeah. know. So yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. That is really powerful. So how did you uh, decide to become an educator? Did it choose you or did you choose it? Mm-hmm. I like, I like, I like. <laughs> so I believe it chose me. Yeah. Most definitely, I I believe that it chose me. Mm-hmm. Like, just thinking about what I said earlier about like how my family 
uh, was always like my father taught at Inkster High, or he was a counselor at Inkster High School back mm-hmm. in the day, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, my mom, she did like very intricate learning with us. We were like uh, PBS in our living room, right. you know. So she would do stuff like that with us. And just with me, like my whole career has been working with you. Yeah. And it wasn't like purposeful, mm-hmm. you know. So I started out with uh, Detroit. Boys Choir of Detroit was a pilot program. They were mm. trying to do the Boys Choir Harlem thing. Mm-hmm. Man, my pops was just out one day, and the guy was like, uh, you look nice. Uh, you look professional. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do this thing. I was like, okay, I needed a job. It just mm-hmm. worked, you right. know? So I was a mentor with that. And mm-hmm. In the arts, mm-hmm. the same thing, you know? Then I went to Seven Mile Lasher. You yeah. know, I'm supposed to say Lasser, but right. Seven Mile Lasher, mm-hmm. the YMCA. Yeah. You know, and I worked there. I worked at uh, when it was YSLA and transitioned mm-hmm. to DSLA. And mm-hmm. I worked and I volunteered with um, uh, incarcerated youth ministries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked with Matrix Human Services off the streets, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, everything that I've done it's always been centered around youth and even with me getting into you prep I was working for the Y at the time for um, after school and before care program mm-hmm. and my wife now she was uh, student teaching she okay. was like you know you can make a some amount of money you know right. if you got these credits I was like how much can you make mm-hmm. boom I'm in there and mm-hmm. The relationship and the culture was already there because I had the kids from camp. Right. So they already knew Mr. E, and it was mm-hmm. just such a smooth transition. And i just been hitting the ground running, you know. But I really do believe that it called me, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful black man. That's beautiful. So we're going to uh, segue into, uh, I, with my guests, I like to talk about spirituality and okay. specifically with black men. Um, it's important for me to tell, uh, allow uh, black men to tell their stories, yeah. how they uh, worship and how they uh, connect to spirit. Yeah. And so as a black man, as a father, as a husband, um, how do you how do you express your spirituality? I express it in, uh, I think, many different ways. And I think. I don't know if it's my left-handedness. I put everything on the left-handedness. But I think it's, with me, it's ex- it's expressed personally, mm-hmm. but then every day. Yeah. I think a lot of times, like, especially with not a lot of people, because there is a growing number of people now in, in the city, in the community, that's understanding the connectiveness that has to happen yes. between your spiritual walk mm-hmm. and how you walk with folk. You know right. what I'm saying? And that is my whole thing. You know, like, it's not about a building thing. Mm-hmm. It's not about, you know, you looking apart and sounding apart, but it's about how you shine. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to be a light bearer. Yes. You know what I mean? Where, you better teach. You know, where I can um, just shine, you know, and not to be seen, but just shine yes. so that people can experience, you know, what real love look because I experience real love you mm. know and when you experience real love you don't want to keep it to yourself <laughs> you know so I just want to be a person that I can shine you know yeah. I want and especially you know in communities but with our kids you know like there are a lot of kids that are just going through so much that's so resilient 
you know, and the things that they go through, the things that they see, the things yeah. that they experience, and just to be able to be a positive light, mm-hmm. to be a stamp in someone's spirit. Like, man, I remember when Mr. E told me that I could make it or yeah. that I wasn't bad or I didn't have anger problems, you right. know, and that, you know, I could make it. You mm-hmm. know, I just want to be a light. And I don't, I don't have to be... You know, see, I'm not saying it's like I don't have to be recognized. I, I joke around with a lot of the kids, but like, just put me in the forward of your book. Just say, what up, though, Mr. E? You know? <laughs> and I'll be between you and me, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think that the spirituality, like, it connects with community. It has to. It has to. That's the only way that we can revolutionize. That's the yeah. only way that revival, that's the only yeah. way that a real change can happen yeah. is when, you know, our spirituality it's connected and it shows fruit yeah. in our community. Yeah, I love that. We're gonna take a break, man. You got me over here. <laughs> uh, I'm on one. I'm on one. We're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors, and we're gonna come right back. Wow. Strategic Beautification. Strategic Beautification is a comprehensive consulting, design, and implementation service that begins with the basics. The basics are litter debris removal along commercial corridors. Services are then customized to accommodate the needs of the client. Our corporate culture is to leave people, places, and things better than we found them. We stand on old-fashioned values to lead us into a future that enriches our youth, the region, and the environment. That's Izzy Wisdom. Get involved today by calling 866-97-IZZY. That's 866-97-I-Z-Z-I-E. Or visit our website at www.izzyllc.com. Okay, we're back, and this is just a star, and I'm here with Mr. E and the D, and we just talked about spirituality, and he just uh, just made my soul soar uh, with uh, his description of how he expresses his spirituality as a black man uh, here in 2019. So, Emmanuel, this part of the show is a nod to Martha Jean, the queen, and uh, she had a program called Inspiration Time. And mm-hmm. so at this point, I just want to talk about um, what inspires you to get up every day and do the good work, man. <sighs> so what inspires me mm-hmm. is my family. Yeah. Like, uh, my wife and my kids, like, they really inspire me yeah. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife, Letitia, like, she... She believes in me when I don't believe in myself, yeah. and she helps to push. And I tell cats all the time, like, you know, yeah, you want somebody, of course, that looks good and all that, which Letitia does. Amen. But <laughs> you need somebody that, just like we were coming off of with the spirituality, right. that can see beyond what you see mm-hmm. within yourself and push you towards. And then it's vice versa. It's not just like... Uh, a, a give you right. know where I'm doing the same thing for her and like we work together it's and just seeing yeah. like 
how teamwork really works yeah. like within our kids and just seeing like God through my kids Ooh. you know that it, it blows my mind like how mm. they are so in tune and how they discern and how spiritual they are just naturally not doing nothing but being a child of God you know yeah. and how they speak and their creativity and their imagination mm. and just um, their, their hopes and their dreams and how they sponge off of what you do which keeps me in check because they yeah. listen and they're watching everything so yeah. I would I, I, yeah they inspire me yeah. my family inspires me and that's what keeps me pushing and also that's what keeps me working with kids and I want them to be heavily involved with the Mr. E movement. Yeah. So then as I start to age out, like they have experience mm -hmm. in producing and writing and being a part of creating artistically. And, yeah. you know, I've had this experience now, whether they move forward with it or mm -hmm. not, they still have had that experience where they can take it in however way creativity how, however they choose to be creative with it mm -hmm. they've had that experience you right. know so right yeah what are the right. ages of your children Ta. so here we go mm -hmm. so june 8th is my youngest son's birthday so this is where you know uh, when we out and about everybody started looking at us because the age of like we we, we stair step for real in june okay so i got a two-year-old okay seven seven my five that's going to be six June 8th mm -hmm. then I have a seven year old mm -hmm. uh, October 8th October and then 8th eight year old September 20th okay so from okay. like June to September they'll be like oh, how old are your kids I'll be like uh the three, six, seven, and eight. Like, six, seven, and eight. I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I always wanted a tribe, you know. Mm -hmm. So I got my tribe. Two boys, two girls, boy, girl, Excellent. boy, girl. Oh, wow. Yep. 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 That yep. is yep. cool. So God heard my prayers. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So uh, how long have you been married? This is my 10th year. What? what? Yes. Man? 10 years of my wife putting up with me listening to Dilla all the time, Dilla <laughs> instrumentals, and us freestyling at the table waiting on our food to come. You okay. know, okay. yeah, she, she's a patient woman. Okay, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful. Now, you, you guys work together. I'm getting it. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. So, my wife, she is a fifth grade ELA teacher. What? And I'm dean of culture, and we're both in the same building. Nice. Yep. That's really cool. Yep. That's really cool. Very cool. So, people want to get in touch with you. Um, what are the best ways to get in touch with you, uh, either to collaborate on your show, uh, to purchase your uh, material? How would they get in touch with you? So, right now, the best way is either uh, Facebook, which is a Mr. E N the D all one word mm -hmm. and Instagram I, I have a website too mm -hmm. uh, Mr. E and the D dot com mm -hmm. but we're working right now we're kind of in a transitional state where mm -hmm. we're trying to revamp everything mm -hmm. um, I also have music um, where it's Mr. E and the D number one okay. at bandcamp.com because it was a um, mixtape okay so we're redoing the mixtape shout mm -hmm. shout out to Darrell Red Campbell who okay. has been working yeah. effortlessly with me on mm -hmm. taking the songs and making them originals yeah. so now 
uh, we have our first volume of the Max Math Mixtape. That's exclusively us. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be going out on all music outlets real soon. And Excellent. We're doing the same thing. So it's it's not as fast as I want to, but I know that everything's moving in perfect time. Oh, it's on time. I'm sitting on so much music, mm-hmm. but you know, I know everything's going to work out in this perfect time. So Bandcamp right now, where you can download music, it's only for a donation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mister E N the D. Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. the number one mm-hmm. uh, dot bandcamp dot com. Mm-hmm. There's no like period for Mister. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Emmanuel, I just appreciate you. Um, I give you agape love. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And um, I, I see nothing but great things in store for you. Thank you. So, uh, community family. Until next time, this is your sister Audra, where we talk about unique pathways and common goals. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.